Welcome to another Overpowered Podcast, Geeks of the Machine Edition. I'm your host, Adelaide, and co-hosting is Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Hi, Adelaide. Hi, listeners. Uh, today we're discussing Supernatural Season 14, Episode 12, Profit and Loss. This was 12, right? Because for some reason this doesn't feel right to me. Uh, yeah? Okay. I, don't enough. make me lie to you, Adelaide. <laughs> I, just show up to that. These, I just show up to these podcasts. I, I don't know where I am. I am very much like an amnesiac. Like, what? Well, as long as you watch the episode, it's all good. <laughs> uh, on that note, what'd you think? Did you watch it? <laughs> yeah, oh, overall, the episode was... It was there. Like, huh. I I expected, like, better, I guess. I, I wanted it to be great. And it was like, when you go to a restaurant, you expect a filet mignon and you get, like, a hamburger. Like it's 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 good, you know. It could be a really good hamburger, but it's like it's still a hamburger. See, like I agree with you. For me, this was like disorganized to an extent. It's not that it didn't meet expectations. It's just that well, I guess it didn't meet expectations either. But it felt really chaotic with the way it was balanced and the way it was um, organized. And to an extent, that kind of comes through with how I organized the. Um, the outline here because I had no idea how to structure this because it just was all over the place for me and I couldn't I could follow it but it was just it was annoying to follow it and well, while there were like good scenes and they tried to be emotional they <laughs> like they tried and my my soulless ginger self did not react but I'm like I admire your attempt and I see where you're coming from I mean this episode felt like filler if we're being very honest which is why I was thinking of a hamburger because it was, and I was thinking as I was watching this episode, you only have 20 episodes this season and you're still giving me filler. Like, because this whole episode's point was, like, don't give up on us, Dean. We always find a way. And I was just so mad that that was the whole point of this episode. I'm mad that this is, that one, that is the whole point of this episode, but two, that they have this tendency especially in this season more so than i remember in any other season where they set up a problem in one episode and then they knock it down in the next one and it doesn't give the problem enough time to fester but at the same time if you stretch it out too much it gets annoying as we've seen with some of the stuff with jack but this one where the way is doing... jack i'm sorry yeah. like... that's a good question also where's jack <laughs> like no like at least when i saw castiel this episode i expected to see jack but nope no one is like worried. No one's concerned. Like, I admit it crossed my brain. It crossed my mind while watching the episode, but at the same time, I didn't care enough to make a note about it. So, like, and they were also very heavy-handed with the messaging this episode. Oh, but yeah. I'm sure you have it in your notes. So I, I didn't necessarily. Around. I didn't write it down verbatim, but it is definitely something I want to bring up. Even though it's kind of a heavy message, but eh. Uh, no. It would have been heavier a couple seasons ago. This season, like, we're all in this together. Like, this is not high school musical, guys. We know we're all in this together. That was the whole point of the last 14 seasons. I mean, 13 seasons. To realize we're all in this together. Why do you keep hitting me over the head with the same message that you've been telling me for years now? And side note, let's be very clear. Sam is not always in this together with everyone. Okay? I was actually thinking that, and I was actually thinking that it's weird that they make this whole point about Sam being involved and being committed to this now, when first, what, 
five seasons, he was like, okay, but I'm only here for a little while. Okay, but I'm going to leave soon. Okay, but I'm done soon. Like, he kept he kept trying to get out. And after a while, it's like, I can't tell if he's actually in it now or if he's just in it because he realizes every time he leaves, he's roped back in. <laughs> every time I think I'm out, they keep pulling me back in. <laughs> I mean, where's the lie, though? Uh, but it's just so interesting to me, that whole Sam, like, you know we'll always be with you, Dean. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with all of you and your shenanigans. I just... uh, Anyway, do you want to add more to that? Should we go into specifics now? Let's just go to the episode. Alright, so, as I mentioned, I had no idea how to structure this, because we had three different plot lines, and two of them became one at one point, so I'm just gonna deal with that freaking rat's nest first and then we can talk about the other stuff um so this episode opens with uh where the last one ended or not where the last one ended but basically the the preview that we got to see um dean in his metal coffin and i don't care what he calls it it's a coffin um at the bottom of the ocean picking at his he's panicking with his phone as of course it's got no signal of course the battery is dead of course you're banging calling for sam and you know crying for help freaking out and mm, okay. this was, well, it was a nightmare anyway. So it's like all of my time was wasted anyway. Because well, of- no, this bothered me initially because as I was watching this, I was like, this is when you play hot potato and start handing your body off repeatedly. Like, nope, I'm not it. I'll be nice at home in my little vine palace where I'm having fun. You can take this over, Michael, and we will play hot potato for the rest of eternity. Why was it? Why was Dean so determined? Like that was my problem with the dream. It was a okay. nightmare. You can't make him have logic in a nightmare. It's Dean. He barely has logic anyway. I don't know. It bothered me. Like because instantly I was like, okay, this would just be a game of hot potato. Like you got it, Michael. Like and it bothered me because then it was just wasting time because he's calling out to Sam and then the water's leaking in. Also, if the water can get in, wouldn't that mean that Michael can get out? Yes. See, I would think so too. And also. I would think that at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean, you're going to be crushed like a tin can that you're in, buddy. There's no way. You just, you, you didn't, you can't just sit there with your phone being like, no, wait, I want to try calling Sam. Ugh, I was so mad when this turned out to be a dream because we're like 30 seconds into the episode and I'm like, this is a nightmare. I'm calling it now. I don't, I don't want to see this. This is, I already know you're having second thoughts, Dean. I already know this is happening. Why do we have to have a nightmare about it? Yeah, well, first of all, who wouldn't if we're being honest? If your choices are destroy the world or go inside of a coffin alive to save it, most people would be like, screw this world. I'm not doing that. Why you got to take the, the logical character route when I want to bash the writing? <laughs> why, why you got to do that? Why you got to defend them? <laughs> well, I mean, because like as a logical choice, it makes sense. But my problem is you like it. Like, sure, we could say it's a nightmare. But I feel like, as you said, Dean didn't even think to hand over control. Because that's what I would have did. And I, and then when I realized it was actually a dream, then I would have destroyed the world. Because, <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, it, at that point, when you're having those nightmares about it, just be done with it. Be like, this This is not what I want. I don't want to spend eternity like that. I don't care if it's selfish. Like, it's selfish for the guy want to take over the world anyway. Just, you know. To be honest, though, this is in Dean's character. Like, to be, to put everything on his back and just shoulder it. Versus Sam, who's like, Dean will figure out a way. Like, so Dean is, like, literally taking the world on his back. It's, it's in his character. 
It's just to take a bat and hit Sam Day, isn't it? I mean, when am I not hitting Sam? To be honest, <laughs> like you like well, that. that is the that is the highlight of Supernatural for you, I think. I mean, the only time you know what I'm lying. The only time that I didn't hit Sam was when Bobby was there. So bring Bobby back, and I won't hit Sam as much. Bobby and Mary, the the AU Bobby, and then Mary's returned self. Those are the people we enjoy bashing more, please. <laughs> so write them better, or bring them back as they are, so we can have. Fun well, write her better. I'm fine with bad Bobby. Like I'm fine with bashing Bobby because Bobby sucks. Because this isn't our Bobby. So that's like if an alternate version of yourself walked in and was like a a an awful person who abused cats and like punched uh, the. You know the... how to get to me? You went right for abused cats. I'm like, nope. This bitch dies now. <laughs> like I mean, like. And then somebody with your face is just walking around doing that. And they're like, oh, it's her, the cat abuser. Like, <laughs> So, yeah. I don't care. Don't... comparison. <laughs> How dare you? I mean, we could always bring your little sister Susie back. <laughs> You're giving me family members and evil twins and why? Why you do this? <laughs> Okay, moving on from my apparently psychotic family to the supernatural one, which was equally crazy. Uh, so they're on the way to throw Dean in the Pacific Ocean because that makes sense to do. Um, and they're having like all these goodbye moments, all these special moments. And I really just want to address the one here because, or address it here. So if you have anything to say about them this point, because I don't want to keep going through them. Uh, so the main one is like Dean apologized to Sam for their childhood. And I know you've got something to say about this. Um, saying he was trying to keep the peace. He didn't mean to side against Sam all the time. If it seemed like he was always siding with his dad, it was just he was just trying to keep the peace, that's all. And he says he wanted to make sure Sam didn't think he felt like he ever ran out on him. And Sam just says, like, I don't want to have deathbed apology type <sighs> conversations. Please stop. All right. So one, Sam literally ran out on the entire family. Like, I think that's where Sam lost me. When he abandoned his whole family to go to college. He didn't call, he didn't write, he didn't send a text message, a smoke signal, like a bird, a familiar, nothing. That's when Sam lost me in this series. By the way, that was like episode one, just in case you got I was going to say, that's episode <laughs> what, one, two? Where are we here? That's season one at least. Yeah. So when I realized that was Sam, I was done with Sam. So for Dean to be the one who's apologizing, and Sam's like, no, I don't need your apology, you know. Like, Dean's like, look, I, like, I was just trying to keep the peace. Our dad was basically abusive, and I didn't want you to deal with that, so I took the punches. And I'm sorry if you didn't feel as loved as you should have. I was livid. For, and then for Sam to go, no deathbed apologies. He is literally, this is like a therapy session for him, and you're like, I don't want to hear your therapy. I don't want to give you closure. Like, I don't even think about that. I did the healthy thing and boxed it up when I ran away and put it in a small, dark hole that I'd never reach into. Like, ugh. Yeah. I Everyone I mean, needs therapy. I don't think I was, especially in this in this show, <laughs> um, I don't think I was mad, at least not as mad about it as you were. I definitely, like, this is where the episode really started to go off the rails for me because it was, this is blatantly filler. You were beating us over the head with this message here we get it dean's on a suicide mission dean is going to die we get that we get that this is supposed to be emotional but you're really you're just you're killing it with this and it's not especially since like 
this doesn't feel like a threat. This never feels like a threat with like death or something like this. It doesn't feel like a threat in Supernatural. And so to keep going on and on about this is like, yeah, great, shut up. I know you're going to have a solution for it anyway. Stop trying to insist that you don't. Well, um, this is my thing, okay? And this is what really bothered me. Because at this point, I was like, okay, this makes sense. I will take it. The next one, the case that they're working, is what really bothered me. I'll wait for you to get to it. But this was like, it makes sense. This makes sense. Because he is literally, as far as he knows, on his deathbed. He's like, I'm ready. This is what I'm going to do. I accept my death. I'm okay with this. Everyone else better get on board or move along. Like, I agree, but at the same time, just the way it kept, the way it dragged through it was, at least in my opinion, a very poor way that they, that they went through with it, because we're intermixed with what will be the villain for the episode, as well as other side plot stuff, and it's just like, every single moment with Sam and Dean was such a drag that it, it was pulling teeth and it wasn't like in a good emotional way that it was like, Oh, this is dragging. I can feel the, I can feel the drama and it. This is like, I see you forcing the, the, the message upon us. And I see you, I see what you're trying to do, but in the way that you're doing it, it's just making this episode like painful and not in a good way. Not in like, a, Oh my God, I'm going to cry. I have to go hug my teddy bear kind of way. It's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm in agony. Please move faster. See, when we were here, I was fine with it as it progressed deeper into the story, I will completely agree with you. Like I said, this was a filler episode, without question. It added nothing to the story, nothing to the plot. Like, they could have summed this up in in a flashback. At, like, we went on an adventure, and Sam talked me out of it, at least for now. And I would have been like, okay, that makes sense. That's what they did. We didn't need a whole hour devoted to this. No, and that's especially where it really, really stood out it's because this was an hour of it this was a solid hour of them apologizing to each other and and being very no about no okay, they did not apologize yes but let's be very clear sam did nothing sam didn't say i'm sorry for leaving you with dad i know that that was horrible i am sorry for pursuing my own life at the expense of my family like i uh, like i would have forgiven sam and this is like complete honesty if Sam had said, I am sorry to me, I understand the struggle that I put on you to be alone with dad for all those years. I love you. I understand that this was a traumatic experience for you as well, and you did not have me to lean on. All would have been forgiven for me. I'd have been like, you know what, Sam? I see that you have grown. You're older. You're wiser. You understand that that might not have been the best choice. Sam said nothing. His brother is on his deathbed as far as he knows. And he's like, I can fix this. It's going to be okay. I'm going to save him. I'm going to pull him off this ledge. Not saying, like, because as far as he knows, Dean's going to do this forever, whatever, no matter what he says. So the very least that you could have done was say, you know what, Dean, even if I can't pull you off this edge, I am sorry that this is the point that we've come to and for some of the choices that I have made. Frankly, that would have repaired their relationship immensely like their relationship is questionable at times but really that would have that really got that really would have gone a long way to help with some of the lies that they tend to do and that would have been just very good writing and character development on sam's part too but no we have to have him the entire time saying no no i got this i can find you i can find you a way out and like we already know you're gonna find a way out just just 
give us a 15 minute segment. Don't give us a 45 minute segment with commercials for this. We don't need that. You have anything else Truth. you want to add to this part? That was sure. I have nothing else to add. Okay. Uh, so Sam went apparently apparently went behind Dean's back and told Castiel about this because obviously he's going to tell the cat. Um, both of them are searching for another way. Castiel apparently called Rowena. Blah blah blah. She couldn't find anything. Good line about her being very proficient in cuss words apparently, but is anyone really surprised? Um, so you want to if you want to address that at all, go now because otherwise I'm going to get into the. I don't know why we care about Castiel's feelings about this, if we're being honest. Like, I know that Dean and Castiel have, like, a love, like, he didn't want to tell his lover thing. But, like, Sam just went behind his back and was like, yeah, this is what's gonna happen. Like, help me save him. I know you love him. Blah, blah, blah. Like, that is canon. Fight me. (laughs) So, like, it's just, mm, it bothers me so much. Like, and I keep thinking about Cassiel's stupid deal, and I'm like, I am so, like, they better not ever make him happy. Like, unless they do it fast forward or something, or it's like a mind thing where he's happy for a moment in his head and he forgets about the deal. Yeah, because those two caveats, and I know we've addressed this, but those two caveats are, both of them at once cannot be fulfilled. Especially with Cassiel. This is this is the grumpiest cat of all of them. And he will not eat the uh, the friskies that you're setting down before him. He refuses. He will not eat it. So, yes. I'm just over that whole, like, Cassiel will find a way. Da, 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 blah. But we can move along, because that's all, right. all I can. Yeah, it's just, it's more Cassiel. It's more, it's more of them. It's fine. Um, Let's see. Okay, so now we're with the stupid case, and I'll just, like, at the beginning, we have the scene of, of the murderer um, muttering various biblical passages while he's murdering his victims. Um, so Sam finds his case, and he's like, it's one last case for the Winchester brothers. Yay, let's go. Uh, so we have the first well, one. Well, Dean was... said that. Dean said who's yes, the Dean last case. Yes, Dean said that. Castiel. Sam was like, yes, let's, we have a case. We should take this. It's, and Dean's like, okay, it's fine. One last, one last case for the Winchesters. And uh, Sam is like, no, like let's not say it's our last let's case. Not say it's our last one. I just it, the it was one. It's one last case for the Winchester thing. Was so on the nose for me. I was like, no, just stop talking. Um, yeah. She might. It might as well have been like the Titanic, where she's like, paint me like one of your French girls, Jack. Like, ugh, shut up. <laughs> Can't believe you just compared it to that. Um, <laughs> I think it's giving it too much credit, actually. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so we see, so the first one was a woman dying in salt water. Well, he carved into her arm and forced the blood out. So we have the the Red Sea, um, which that was a stretch for me, but all right. Uh, and then while well, he's, and he kills the, the firstborn, uh, both of muttering. Even though they were twins. Yeah. Which, yeah. Mm, and then he's like, he was the older brother. He was four minutes he was four older. minutes older. Like, shut up. Shut up. Okay. Like, and if you're a twin listening and you're like, I'm older because I was a minute and a half or whatever. No, you're not older. You were born on the same day. You're not older. Stop it. Did they just not want to hire two actors to play siblings or what? What was going on here? <laughs> oh, it just, ugh. it was stupid. It was stupid. All right. Like, well, we've got like, he's carving into the bodies. Apparently he's carving Enochian, um, the, the younger twin. Uh, mentions feeling like a part of himself was lost, forcing a reference on Dean's plan again, because why not? 
Well, I, no. I mean, this is my thing. And this is what I will say. A part of himself was lost. Yeah, you're twins. You literally shared the womb. So, sure, if one of you goes and dies, you're going to feel like a part of you is missing because you're twins. I mean, and that's, I think that's where the metaphor fell apart for me is because they're twins. Mm-hmm. Sam and Dean are not twins. Like, and sure, we could say they have... fight monsters and they live in sync and they're, like, always together, but, like... I feel like if they wanted to go this way, they should have just gone, like, the entire way and made them just brothers instead of identical. This feels very much like Gifted. I feel like this episode was everything that was wrong with Gifted. <laughs> How dare you bring that up? I'm trying to block it out. How dare <laughs> like, you? Because they should have been twins. They should have... Like, it was a lot of things that they should have done that they didn't. The only thing they didn't do was give one of them a bad blonde hair. <laughs> Weren't they both blonde? Where am I getting that? No. All right, no. Well. Only Andy was blonde. No, no, no. Uh, Lauren... I meant the, the twins in Supernatural. The actual oh, yeah, twins. they were. Okay. The actual right. twins were blonde. What? All right. Well, one of them was. Unlike the unlike uh, Gifted here. Uh, let's see. I just kind of want to go through the the plotline of this real quick. Um, so the twin recognize the living twin recognizes the Enochian symbols, uh, says they knew somebody uh, with a tattoo like that. And before he went a little crazy, he was a great guy. They were friends with him. Um, Antonio Alvarez, um, Dean calls Castiel and Castiel tries to talk him out of his plan before saying, Oh yeah. No, Castiel was like, Hey, I'm so glad that you decided not to do this. And you're working a case. Like I missed you so much. Please come back home to me. That's basically <laughs> what Castiel said. Castiel, <laughs> I will say the way Castiel goes about it, where he's like, it's so nice to hear from you, Dean. Dean, it's so great to hear from you. I was like, God, Castiel, why are you so obtuse about things? It's adorable, but also really irritating. Like, he basically was a lover who knew their, like, a wife who was waiting at home while her husband was going off to war. Like, it's so great to hear from you. Like, I never thought this day would come. Like, he very much, someday my prince will come, Dean. I didn't have anything to Ellie. add to that, but you shocked like, me by suddenly <laughs> cutting off there. Um, <laughs> I mean, yes, but uh, everybody knows I'm on the, I'm captaining at this point, the Castiel and Dean ship, because that's a thing. And as far Dastiel. as I'm concerned, it's pretty canon in this freaking show. It's, it's Dastiel, that's their ship name. Yes, but I don't want to, fine. I'm not that like, good I mean, of a captain, so- apparently. Yeah, so, like yeah, if you're not like gonna use their ship name, I'm questioning your captainness. All right, fine. That's fine. <laughs> I don't mind. Um, like I feel like this is just a rowboat with you and this. It's just girl. a rowboat <laughs> <laughs> with Castiel as a cat. It's a little like yeah. That's all I got. Um, uh, Castiel reveals Antonio Alvarez was the next line was the next in line to be prophet after Donatello. Um, especially after Donatello died, but Donatello's not dead yet, which is such a weird thing to bring back suddenly at this point. Uh, they go to visit Tony and find Enochian written all over the walls, as well as photos of his victims. We have the Red Sea, blah, blah, blah. Um, they find the logo on the box he used to drown the woman, and they arrive in time to save his next victim. Should I pause here or keep going? Do you want to address this? No, I don't care. Okay, like, well. if we're be- I mean, I'm sorry. Of course I care, but I don't think that this had any, like, this was just filler. Yeah, it absolutely it was. was. It, it, no one cared. Like, the whole point of this was just to get you to go back and think about, what was his name? Um, Donatello. The, yeah, Donatello. 
That was it. That was the whole point of this. And side note, let's not forget Donatello is soulless. So I thought they were just going to kill him and keep it moving. That's exactly what I thought. And they're like, well, how do we get rid of, like, how do we stop this? Well, you know how to stop it. And it's like, of course, obviously they're going to go kill Donatello. And they did go to go, like, that was their plan. They were going to the hospital to pull the plug on him. And then Castiel's like, but I feel bad because I'm the one who put him in this state. I think there's a spark. I can still save him. And I just jumped way ahead. Like, and at no that point, I was like, so you got his soul back? <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. And then he comes back and he's like, by the way, he's still soulless. And I'm like, so like, we still have the same problem the we had before. And if anything, did you see the smile on his face when they walked in? Yes. On Donatello. And I was like, okay, this is exactly what he wanted. Kill him. Kill him now. <laughs> and I think the thing I hate about this was they were using the reference to Donatello to, uh, and his willingness to fight to continue to exist as the metaphor for Dean here and I was like this is not comparable because this one is soulless and that's your whole point and your whole point was that someone who is soulless should not be a prophet with the I mean they've lost their moral compass at this point yes they don't they don't care if you've got the word of God in your head, and maybe. let's not remember everything that he did, like as a soulless prophet, like because he was awful. I don't freaking remember, but go ahead. Brief like, I don't. I'm out. Like he was, like, he, I'm pretty sure he killed someone, and he grabbed the books and ran off. And the reason that he had to burn, Cassiel had to burn out everything with him, like so he was just in a bed as a vegetable, which I don't know why they didn't just pull a plug on him. And, like, who was paying for that? I don't know. And they like, don't have any money. We're in America. Insurance isn't free. Like, <laughs> do you know how much it costs to keep someone alive in a persistent vegetative state? It's a lot of money. I mean, like, getting bitten by a snake will put you in thousands upon thousands of debt. Are you telling me that somebody who is in a vegetative state is not going to be at least, I don't know, a hundred times that cost? Like, so, like, having a baby will put you in, like, at least 10 grand worth of debt. So. And that's, like, that's not a long hospital stay. That's not. That's, like, three days. Yeah, tops. If we're being honest. Provided unless there's no complication, have, it's three Right, days. I was about to say, unless you have complications. So, I don't know, like, what we're doing here. Like, this is America. I Like, I, I know my country very well. And that plug would have been pulled because no one's paying for that bill. I can't believe they tried to make us believe that he was still there. I can't believe they brought him back, to be perfectly honest. Because this has been how long? And they're like, oh, by the way, yeah, we've got this prophet just sitting here. It's been no issue up until this point. Exactly. There's not like, a problem no. until, like, suddenly all these next we prophets are We need a plot device. Ugh, it was dumb. This, this, You're very right. It was a filler thing. And I hated that his whole thing was... Oh yeah, this next prophet is is malformed because Donatello is currently between life and death, and it's just this was dumb. This was this was dumb and so forced, and especially like they intertwined this whole idea of Donatello being between life and death and needing saving when he's probably the last reoccurring character that actually needs saving, and they they brought in that they intertwined that with Dean's plot so much that it was just like this is stop hitting me with a truck please this is well dumb. no because this, this was the this was a kid hitting you with the styrofoam bat because they weren't parallel like they tried to make them parallel but they weren't donatello is literally soulless the whole point was that because he was soulless he did these atrocities which he did he was awful 
and then for you to come up and say, I don't <laughs> like, and then like, cause I'm sure everyone in the raft is like, bring us Donatello, bring us Donatello. Like, like no one remembered him. I like, that's why you had to. <laughs> I'll be perfectly honest. They showed him. I mean, I remembered him upon sight and like references, but mm-hmm. when they, they showed the clip of him in the flashback at the beginning, the like previously on supernatural thing, I'm like, why are we talking about Donatello? Do we need him? Why are we bringing this back? Like, but it was stupid. It was a stupid point that they tried to force you to see the parallels when there wasn't a parallel. Agreed. And especially since, like, after that, we have, um, we have Castiel. Like, Castiel thinks he can fix him, and if he does, he brings it back. And then we have... The same problem. Yeah. Where he doesn't have a soul. He still doesn't so have unless a soul. You, like, unless you're fixing his soul, I don't know what we're doing. And he can't fix his soul. So, like, I guess we're back to square one with Donatello then, and you get to do the same thing later, question mark? So, is this point they're going to kill him, and then that's when Dean has to give up hope? Like, because if they brought him back, I will become Adelaide for a day (laughs) and say that this was stupid, and that they used him as a plot device to enrich and better another character. Yes. Unnecessarily. Okay, side note, though. Let's talk about the victims for a second. Okay. Because generally, I like to take notice of who the victims are because they're usually minority people. Yeah, they were. And, and this is what I will say. I appreciated that they were not minority people in this episode. Like, if I had to take solace in one thing, even though he's a killer, it's like he wasn't taking the most vulnerable people. Well, I think the problem I had was um, the the first victim, the woman, was... Um supposed to be murdering egyptians wasn't he yeah I, I, I have no idea that was the the egyptians dying by the red sea thing that's what that was um so oh, yeah that was the one i had issue with but after that i was kind of okay i don't know because depending on what you're talking about the you have cleopatra the white woman you know she wasn't white um it, it depends on what we're talking about i appreciated it but i think i don't i think that he didn't care like as long as it fit the narrative that he had in his head. Yeah, especially and since it, the narrative for the for the older brother was four minutes older and a best friend of his. I mm-hmm. think at this point he was so off like, the rails it didn't matter. Right, because as a best friend, like I'm sorry, but like I don't know. And then when he had that meltdown, like you're wrong, like and then he's like you're going to jail, blah blah blah. Also, side note, how awful would it be? If you went full-blown, like, Joan of Arc, and you're like, I'm listening to God, blah, 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 and then you're like, no, that's not God, you're just crazy, and you've done these awful things. That'd be pretty bad. Like, and you finally get to the judgment, and they're like, no, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, but you're still going to hell. Bye. Like, (laughs) I don't know how I would feel about that, like. Especially but, since, like, in a way, I don't want to say it was the word of God, because in a way it was, like, a corrupted version of it, because he was supposed to be a prophet. He was supposed to, like, gain the word of God. He was supposed to hear that. But he was hearing this, like, this distorted, as they said, malformed version of it. That So, like, technically, yeah, but also, no, you're very, very wrong, sir. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. Well, we've seen true prophets, like um, Kevin Tran... And he still died horribly. 
So since saying dying horribly park because it's supernatural, anybody's fair game. I don't know. Prophets really don't live that long, if I'm being honest. Unless they're in a coma. Well, I don't know. Unless the ironically, the white male did live longer than that. Is that ironic, really? <laughs> I I would say it's ironic because I forgot about Donatello. So we're saying he lived longer, but he was also in a persistent vegetative state. So did he live longer? I mean, he's soulless, so that's fairly accurate, is it not? I don't know, because what do you do with someone who's soulless? I, I feel like we've been on this one very I want to say something, <laughs> but I feel like I'll get in trouble if I say it, so I'm not going <laughs> to. Had, I, had I had a thing there, and I'll just stop. Uh, moving on before Yay, I like... religion. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. I'll, I'll just stop before I get myself in trouble. Um, anyway, uh, so Sam confronts um, Dean in the parking lot. And uh, is I think, and they drunk. punch each other. Yeah, they punch each other. Did you put other. a note like because like, healthy ways to like aggress your anger with your sibling who's about to kill themselves is to punch them. Smart. Violence solves everything, guys. And it's not they punch each other. Like let me let me put on the Jasmine shoes real quick. Sam punched Dean. Dean stopped the conflict. Like Dean didn't throw a punch. It was just Sam. Like, didn't Dean hug him or something? Yeah, Dean, uh, Sam went in to throw another punch, and Dean, like, stopped him and then hugged him. Like, this was stupid, and it bothered me. Because, first of all, they're always fighting. Like, legitimately. Every time there's a issue. Is this a guy thing? Like, maybe we need a guy on the podcast to be like, yeah, this is male aggression, girl! Like. Is this how, like, I don't think this is how guys work stuff out. I don't know. Like, I don't have a penis, so I don't have the equipment necessary to be like, yeah. That's exactly how we do it. I don't. I don't know. Writers are male, right? Maybe they know more about what they're doing here. I was about to say, like, yeah, maybe it's just like the lack of penises in this podcast makes it impossible for us to understand. Exactly. We don't have that. We can't figure it out. We 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 need the other head to think with, which we don't have. So. Let us know in the comments if you have a penis. (laughs) Please finish the rest of that sentence. I have um, thoughts on if this is proper male etiquette. (laughs) (laughs) Do not finish. Do not end there. (sighs) Back to the podcast. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Sam drunk punches Dean um, uh, and says, I believe in us. Why don't you believe in us too? Sam, that apparently convinces Dean. Dean says, it's okay. We'll go home. I do believe in us. Um, and he'll keep believing. This sounds like a lover spat. Like this sounds like you caught your husband cheating, and you're like, you should believe in us. See, like why didn't you believe in us? I will. I will personally say that had this come from Castiel instead, I would have loved this scene because of that. Because I thought I thought the same thing. I was like, wow, you you sound like a you sound like a romantic partnership here, not not brothers here. But I, so like, had Castiel been the one to say that, I would have freaking loved it. And I will say, I liked that when, um, after that conflict between Sam and Dean, Castiel comes out and he, and Dean sees him and he's like, I believe in all of us. I'm like, yeah, you do. You include your pet cat. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird to call him a pet cat when we also have him romantically linked. Yes, I know. <laughs> but he's a cat. Like, he's a cat brought into human form, brought into angel form. But I feel like that's true. Like, if, like, if this had come from Castiel, it would have been ship fuel for decades. But of like course they people can. would have been able to yeah. sail, they would have been sailing for years, just on this glimmer. This one ray of hope between the two of them. 
what, what was it? Love pearls, love beads. It was on my crazy ex girlfriend. She called it something. <laughs> love drops. <laughs> I feel like you haven't watched Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Nope, I'm just slowly nodding with you. Wait. <laughs> uh. Anyway, yeah, it was good. It, like, I I would have appreciated better from Castiel though, because this really felt like two lovers who were upset. Yeah, it didn't feel like two brothers. It felt like this. This felt like a partnership in in a romantic sense, not in a in a platonic. Sense. Or well, well, hmm. platonic works too. But I don't know, because are they friends? <laughs> I don't think so. I feel like they're just two people who have to cling to each other because they're all they have. Yeah, like on a desert island. I feel like if they weren't related by blood, they would not be hunting together anymore. They'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna go find something else. Bye." Well, definitely Sam would have yeah, gone. Yeah, that would have been like, out the window he... long ago. Yeah. If Sam had an option to leave and leave it all behind, he would have abandoned Dean so long ago. We wouldn't even remember his name. Yes, the show would have just been Dean. It wouldn't have been the Winchesters. It would have been the one Winchester. Who probably, let's be honest, would have died. And Technically, it was three Winchesters. His other brother is still in the cage. <laughs> no one talks about the other brother. <laughs> like they said, Cassiel was their third brother. Like I will never forget that. Oh. Like, <laughs> I don't even, the disrespect. I, I, I don't remember his name, but at the same time, how freaking rude that I don't remember his name. Like the third brother's Cassiel. No, that is your fourth brother. You've got another one. Ugh. Speaking of the cage, can I move on to Nick, or do you want to cover His more name was Adam, by the way. It was Adam. Okay, well, speaking of Adam <laughs> and the cage, do you want to move on to Nick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally didn't look that up. I completely knew it off the top of my head. I was going to say, it was oddly silent, and then suddenly, by the way, it's Adam. <laughs> I know that trick. I pull that trick all the time. Uh, I love that people are still asking, is Adam still in the cage? <laughs> Poor Adam. In the 20th episode, there's a mention of Adam still being in the cage. Oh, goodness. <laughs> let's, let's bring oh, Adam Oh, yes! Back. I forgot that Sam was pulled into the cage with Lucifer and Michael, and no one mentioned Adam still! Like, <laughs> Well, and like, at this point, Lucifer's not even in the cage anymore. Sam's not in the cage anymore. It's just Adam and Michael hanging out, doing Sudoku. Who knows what else? <laughs> I mean, maybe they're just circle jerking. Who knows? Like, <laughs> I mean, one of them is a very angry archangel, so probably. Like at this point, what do you have? Like, I feel bad for Adam. Me too. Like, if they if they bring Adam back, he better be completely messed up. Or like all powerful, because I will take that. No, I mean like the true Adam. Like if they are able to purge Michael from Adam, Adam better be Nick. Oh yeah, he better be only like Nick times like a thousand. Because he's been in jail. Like, and he was like, no one came for me. I am your, like, he better be, like, their biggest enemy. Because that I would be. I would make sure that I hunted the Winchesters down at every opportunity. I know, I right? would. Like, like, you put me I in this cage. I was there. You didn't come for me. You didn't even care. You let them kill me. Like. I'm your brother. And you made the angel your brother instead? God. <laughs> Like, you brought him back to life? And what about me? I hope he at least gets, like, um, 
Purgatory Daily or something where he sees the updates on supernatural <laughs> the supernatural stuff that we see. Like he gets the episodes. Well, he or probably something. can hear Angel Radio. Like, no, true. Being like they know exactly what's going on. He's he probably hears everything. So I hope he knows, and I hope he's like seething with rage at the two Winchesters mm-hmm. that are still alive and not in the cage and not caring about him. Like, and completely legit, like Sam actually got pulled into the cage and he didn't say hey Sam your brother here can you help me out I like I almost hope the poor guy's dead by now like at least he'd be out of his misery because how long what did time what was time like in the cage because it was did they say anything about that because I know that when Dean went I don't out, know when Sa- when Sam went into the cage he like he came back soulless, but he said that Michael, I mean not Michael, uh, Lucifer and Lucifer had tortured him every day. So even still, like think about poor Adam. I mean, I got nothing because like Lucifer's not in there anymore, so maybe that's a blessing. But then it's no. Just but Adam are we saying Michael. that Michael isn't torturing like? If Michael's anything like his alternate universe self, um, he's definitely torturing him. Well, we can't really compare him because this alternate version of himself is brutal. We didn't see enough of Michael to know if he's if this version would do the same. True. Anyway, um <laughs> totally unrelated. We have Nick now, who's the other half of this filler episode that we did. See, need. this is the thing. I appreciated Nick. Like, if we had more Nick this episode, I would have been fine with it. Maybe that's because this is the only part of this episode that felt cohesive and, like, valuable. Mm-hmm. So, we have Nick in the hospital bed, uh, handcuffed, and he tells a police officer he was possessed by Satan. And, obviously, he's mocked. Um, police officer returns to find Nick praying. He says God is done with him. Why would he pray? Um, Nick claims he has to use the bathroom. And this was dumb, because... Cops are inept in every TV series ever because really he he un- he uncuffs him and immediately gets beaten to death and Nick escapes. Also, cops do this in two. Like it's never one cop just guarding. If they're gonna move a person, they have at least two officers. Like I don't understand. I don't understand what we're doing. Like why aren't cops competent? Why can't you make him look smarter by making the people around him smart? At least basic human level of smart. I don't know, because this was dumb. And especially so soon after Nick's previous stuff with um, Donna and her wonderful cop papa there, when she um, when she turned her back on him, and then we have this guy who's like, all right, fine, I'll just uncuff you. It's fine, you've got a bum leg. And I'm like, this is dumb. This is dumb. How dare you pull this within, like, what was it? it this was an episode after, wasn't it? Yeah, it was literally the next yeah, episode. So, so this was like episode. 24 hours. Like, if that... Oh, the cops in this show are stupid. My goodness. Uh, so, Nick goes to his home. Uh, he relives the deaths of his family while he's while the room begins to freeze. And his wife appears to him as a ghost. She asks if it was... I love asks, this. This was, this was I good, I will say this. this. Nick <laughs> asks if it was Lucifer. Lucifer, is that you? And it's, of course, actually his wife this time. Because isn't that how Lucifer appeared to him before, as his wife? Yeah. And she, like, she even said, like, I watched as Lucifer took you. I watched, like, as you agreed. That is my unfinished business. Because he's like, I got revenge on the people who killed you. You can go. And she's like, I can't go. You have to reject Lucifer now. Then I can go. Reject him and I can be at peace. And he's like, I can't do it. She's like, reject him, Nick. Reject him. 
And he's just like, I can't reject him. And then he just leaves to go, quote, wherever it's darkest to find wherever he is. And it's just like, this was good. This was it maybe was. a total of five minutes in the episode intermixed with Sam and Dean stuff. But this was good. This was like, and I th- this actor was so good at this. Yeah, I both the I wife can't... and and the actor for Nick, both of them are very mm-hmm. good. <sighs> I think we've just been used to Sam and Dean for We're so, so long. sick of them. We're like grasping at straws for anything else at this point. <laughs> like, cause sometimes Sam and Dean can hit it out of the park, but the guy who plays Nick, like every time I see him especially as quote-unquote Nick and not Lucifer, because we got used to him as Lucifer. We did. But now that we're seeing him as Nick, I am living. Oh, he's really good, especially playing, like, the dichotomy between Lucifer. Like, the way he portrays Lucifer and the way he portrays Nick, like, the comparison, it's just, it's so good. And, like, yeah, Dean's got his moments um, where, where, like, uh, Michael's taken over, and you can clearly see the difference. But it's just—it's nothing compared to Nick versus Lucifer. It's so good. I feel bad saying that, but at the same time, like it's I don't true. know why it's better. Like, like he better. is better, and like it—it it I'm living for him. And for me, it's like he nails the the human brutality way better than the supernatural brutality that we've gotten so used to. And I know I I jump on this every time we talk about him, but it's so good seeing this this guy acting on human instincts and human I would say evilness almost and instead of seeing like an angel do it or instead of being like yeah this is this was possessed by the devil of course he's going to do that no this is like this is flat out human versus human brutality this isn't like the devil made me do it anymore and I think that's why it's good because he's actively trying to get back to the devil mm-hmm. and like that's all I got for the summary, so we can go into the the other stuff, which also deals with like, a lot of Nick, so let's just, like, slide on into that. Um, so, like, Lucifer's coming back, yeah? That's why we're I still mean, with Nick. I mean, he would have to. Yeah, he would have to. There's no way that Nick is not going to get Lucifer back. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I feel bad saying that as a Christian. Like, I feel my heart go, ugh. But, like, it's no way, like, the devoutness of, like, that has to pull him back. Yeah, I don't, I don't see a way that he wouldn't. And I'm trying to figure out where these, where these, like, these loose ends and how they're going to tie up and connect. And I feel like. I'm also curious about the empty and how the empty will react to another. To another angel being taken from it. Yeah gonna be mad like i've had enough all of you kids get to bed now well maybe that's why we have castiel's deal um as probably the primary antagonist in the next season if there's a next season because i don't know if it's renewed yet but the deal doesn't make sense in that context well no because like and like i said i don't see that like unless they renege on the deal i don't see it happening ever like, unless the empty is just like, you know what, screw it, I've waited too long, I'm taking you. Well, like, if Lucifer leaves, maybe on top of that, he'll be like, no, no, you cash in that deal right now, mister. <laughs> so, I I want to know, like, on that note, I want to know if, like, so we have, we obviously have Lucifer coming back. This is one of those ones that they're not, and I kind of like that they're not uh, 
giving it a resolution the next episode. But this is one of those things where they're not tying it up immediately. And I kind of like that with this one, mostly because Nick's a good actor and I like seeing him. But so Lucifer's definitely coming back. Like you're not going through this whole thing and not bringing him back. And we probably need him to fight Michael. Do we not? Is this Unless why we get the other back? Michael, because I feel like that would have been a smarter choice. Like, we literally could have gotten other Michael to fight Michael. Yes, I know. But that would require them to acknowledge that both Michael and Adam are still in the cage and that that could be a thing that they do. But no. But also, how fun would it be to see Michael versus Michael inside Dean's head? Am I the only one that wants to see that? Because that would actually be really I don't fun. know, because I feel like it, it doesn't matter who wins at that point. Dean's just <laughs> messed this. up anyway. Right. Like, cause Dean is already like scarred. Do we need to add more? Like, why couldn't this be Sam? <laughs> because if it was Sam, you would be complaining that it was Sam. Like, but I feel like I, I would be complaining, but I also feel like if Sam was the one who was making his apologies and like, I feel like this would have humanized him to me because Dean is always constantly carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders. I feel like it's probably Where, because they, they wrote themselves into a corner by making um, Dean Michael's vessel and then bringing it back. So I feel like right, but Sam is also Lucifer's vessel. So I don't understand why they had to kill off other Lucifer. I don't know either. Like, wouldn't it have been easier if we're being honest to just kill off um, other Michael in that way? It makes more sense that this evilness is happening. I got nothing because yeah, that makes more sense. But I guess they just didn't want multiple Lucifers. They didn't want to keep going with that. I don't know. I can't, I can't really say why. Their weird choices are their own. Um, so, like, if that's what we're dealing with, then, I don't know, like, can't we just bring them back now? Because we're having all of these solutions. We go back to very early this season where they said that the Archangel Blade kills the Archangel, but not the vessel. So we have that mm-hmm. loophole. And now we have... So why can't we just stab Dean now? I don't know. Just, like, aim for a non-vital part of the body and just stab him. Even if they did aim for a vital part. It didn't, um, what's his name was fine. Nick Nick. Nick lived. Like, they stabbed him in the, like, through up the, first of all, it's very hard to stab someone in the ribs, by the way. Because your ribs will block it. That's their whole point of existence. That's why they exist. (laughs) Like, so you would have to get at the exact right angle to go between the ribs. Secondly, not that I'm like I'm, I don't kill people. <laughs> like, I like how that has to be a podcast. theme. Like you have to put that disclaimer on every time now. Like, right, every time we do this podcast, I feel like I'm getting more and more like she kills people in her spare time. <laughs> <laughs> I just watch a lot of TV shows where they kill people. Uh huh. Like, sure. <laughs> That's why. Like, because Buffy was actually, if we're being honest, Buffy was very detailed about how to like stab someone in the ribs. <laughs> You're blaming Buffy now. Yes. Mm-hmm. 90s TV shows ruined me. Okay. It's not personal experience at all. It's TV shows. <laughs> but, was it Buffy? It was some vampire show where he was talking. Oh, no. It was a book. It was a book where he was saying. So, wait, it's you're very reading hard books to- on how to kill people now? No, it was a vampire book. And the, guy, the girl, it was, uh, it was Vampire Academy. And in the book, side note, that's a children's book. Do not read, um, watch the movie. The movie was geared towards younger children. The book was like early teens. So good. I read that series when it was coming out. It was so good. I highly recommend it. 
because like she like he's like they have a class entirely devoted to like killing vampires because they're evil vampires and of course you have to stab them with a stake through the heart so no you don't stab them in the heart because the real like he's like no I, like tv has ruined this generation because the ribs are right there covering it yeah that's you have why to go there. underneath like you have to go underneath and then use enough force to pierce the heart like in in the end it, well, i don't want to spoil it but it's such a good book <laughs> and like linking that back to supernatural besides the vampire killing because that's actually really on point um is that how Nick was stabbed? Because I feel like it was just like narrowly missing. Yeah, that's how he was stabbed. That's how he was stabbed. That's why I mentioned it. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I just remember seeing a bandage there and not caring how else it was done. I'm a bad biology student. <laughs> I just, just occurred to me, I mitered in that. And now here I am, like, I didn't pay attention to how he was stabbed. I don't care. Well, I mean, you're less likely to be looked at as a murderer. So, yeah. <laughs> like, maybe that's your cover, at least. <laughs> <laughs> I studied genetics, not the rest of that. Sure. Sure, you're not secretly cutting people up. <laughs> no. No, I do have a fun story about, like, dissections, though, that was disgusting. But, eh. Anyway, going away from whatever I do in my spare time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we kind of covered that Donatella's back. Um, like uh, Preview. Oh, pre- do you want to jump to the preview? Okay, fine. Um, I mean, most of the stuff, no one can- uh, we already talked about. Yeah, we about. kind of already talked about it. I think the only thing was, like, I didn't realize Michael could keep Dean alive in the tiny, tiny box with presumably very little oxygen. That's what I was thinking. And food? Like, he's not eating? He's just got so. nothing. Although, I guess Nick never ate that we saw. Well, because the angel kept him. Like, do you really think that Michael would be constantly taking over? Like, to constantly take over? Yeah, see, it's and either- just be there- it would either be Dean being in charge and being trapped in the box, at which point he's gonna he's gonna suffocate before he starves to death, um, mm-hmm. or Michael has to take over and front the entire time and just be trapped in a box, and he doesn't want to do that either. So either Dean dies and Michael's trapped in the box, or Michael's trapped in the box and Dean's in his own head just living it out. Yeah. So I don't know. Plot plot hole plot hole. Um. <laughs> so. Uh, next well, not necessarily, because we already mentioned that they brought back uh, the brother, whose name I completely remember as Adam, yes. and did not forget. Um, do you want to talk about the pictures or the preview first? Um, why don't you go ahead with the pictures, because like I didn't know what you wanted okay. to talk about that with that one. So so they revealed a bunch of pictures. We also pad them up on Overpowered Instagram, real OP Graham. You know, check it out if you haven't already. We're there. We talk to you, and not in a creepy way. <laughs> like I'm not whispering to you specifically, but you know. <laughs> I mean, if you like that, maybe she is. Well, no, because I I will not whisper to you specifically. You, yes, you. <laughs> um, but it's a bunch of photos of the reunion between, well, Dean, the family. And the dad, because next episode he's coming back. Not next episode, the 300th episode. Is next episode the 300th Yeah, episode? it airs on the 7th. Cool. So, he'll be back. Um. Oh, fun fact, for those people who were, like, waiting patiently for the answer to last week's trivia question, it was the mummy. I totally remember the question. I know you don't. That's why I just <laughs> threw it out there randomly. Without context. In the middle. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, but the photos of Mary and the father reuniting, and they still look very much in love. I really like these photos. I do too. They're really cute, especially with Mary and uh, John Winchester. Like, that's really sweet. But my question is, is she telling him she was banging out Bobby just yesterday? Like, asking for her dead husband. Was she now? Because, like, he ditched her. He's just off in the forest doing whatever at this point. Are we really going to pretend that Bobby didn't smash it out before he left? Let me have my dream. Like, I feel like that's a naive dream. Like, he he was, Mary was like, hey, I'm here in this lingerie. Come get it, Bobby. And he was like, yeah, no, I'm going to go search for my life in the forest. I mean, both are kind of in Bobby's character, to be honest. I don't think so. Like, Bobby hasn't had sex since he's been in the other world because there weren't that many women. You really, like, you think that he is passing up on Mary Winchester. You say Mary Winchester like that's a the, the top icon that we could possibly get here. No, but I'm saying for him, like, because he already said that he liked Mary Winchester when they were in the other world. I don't know. I just, like, they're giving us weird time frames and they're like, oh yeah, they've been up at this cabin, but he left shortly after they got there, so. Mary's just been hanging out on her own for a long time up there. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next episode, preview at least, uh, do you want me to jump into that? Yeah. Okay. So the next episode, at least I believe it's supposed to be the family reunion one. I saw the, um, the preview looks nothing like it, and I would assume they would be hinting at that more in their preview. But the um, the date that I looked up did say it was on the 7th, which is next Thursday. Um, so the family re- the preview has, like, it references a timeline where Dean is wanted and, and Sam is internet famous. Aren't they always wanted? Like, let's be very clear. They are supposed to be wanted. <laughs> they, yeah, they still should be. No, they thought they were dead, but then are they dead in this timeline now, or? Uh, I don't think so, because Dean literally has a wanted poster, and, and Sam is like... No, but I'm saying, no, before. Were they dead, or did they think that they were dead because of Lilith? I, I don't know. I, I feel so. like that's what happened. Yeah, I know that they died, quote-unquote. I don't know. But then they were... No, they were in the Pentagon after that. That was after that, right? With Lucifer's Kid? I think so, because Lucifer's Kid would have had to have been after that. So they were at the Pentagon, and they were like, yeah, they thought you were dead, but you're not, huh? So you're telling me that, like, why aren't they still wanted? Like, now that I'm actually sitting here thinking about it, they should still be wanted. They absolutely should be, because look at how many people they kill. And, like, to the casual security camera and security guard reviewing the footage... That doesn't look like a vampire that's getting beheaded. That looks like a normal person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have nothing at all. All right, I got, like... <laughs> that's basically it for the preview. It it mentioned internet fame, and it didn't show anything. That I'm happened. completely fine with Sam being internet fame. I want it to be Sam something stupid enough. like... No, Instagram. I want it to be that he's just hot. Oh, well. He is just hot. And, like, people are like, he's so hot, I have to follow him. Like, his shirtless pictures are my favorite. That's it. it to That's be all like I need. A food Instagram. I want him to be sexualized. Yeah, I'm fine with that too, because like they do that to women all the time in this series. Let's just do it more to them. Um, where is Bit? What is Bobby? 
What is her name? Which one? But what is Felicia Day's character? I don't know. I don't know where she is. Like, what happened to her? Like, because they had that whole "this is my last ride," and then we never heard from her again. Well, isn't she? So with, was it actually? Um, they said something about her and Marina traveling together, like a long time. No, ago. they didn't. Yeah, a long time ago they said that. <laughs> like episode I, one of this season was like, oh yeah, because we're all. bringing characters back. Like, I would have rather seen Felicia Day. Yeah, me too. She's fun. Because she was supposed to be looking for her girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That episode. I'm thinking way too far back. Oh, yeah. I miss her. She's fun. Like, I'm just... I don't know who... <laughs> they pick weird characters to bring back. Like, I'm sorry, John Winchester. I don't care about you. Let's bring back Felicia Day's character. I don't mind John Winchester, but I feel like he's going to be there for a day and then gone. Especially and if, if the, only the next episode actually is the reunion one, because... Now I'm not entirely sure and I'm questioning myself. Um, then, like, the whole point is there's a weird timeline thing. Mm-hmm. So, what are we looking at here? So, yeah. Fair point. Like, I don't know. I can't imagine. And where that. is Jack? I don't know. Like, <laughs> That's, like, major question. Where is Jack? Where Where is And he? everyone else in the bunker. Like, I don't know. They're only around when it's convenient. It doesn't make sense. None of this makes sense. <laughs> do you want to continue with that mental breakdown or do you want me to start with the plug so you can have some release? Let's, let's just do the plug. Okay. Uh, so that's all for this overpowered podcast, Geeks of the Machine edition. Uh, I was your host, Adelaide, with your jazz, with Jasmine, our co-host, who's having a mental breakdown over Jack not being here anymore. Um, you can find us at Real Opie Tweets, Jasmine at Opie Jasmine, me at Opie underscore Addy. You can find the website at overpoweredentertainment.com. You can find us on Instagram with Real OP Graham, which is where we were talking about when you posted the pictures at. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Uh, we have a Discord server, which is probably linked below. Um, am I missing anything? No, nothing else matters. <laughs> it's all meaningless now. It's all meaningless now, apparently. Um, anyway, on that wonderful note, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.